Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're going live. No. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. It's Wednesday. I'm running a little bit behind today. Man, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, for the last couple of years, I've gotten really used to my daughter driving my son to school. <laughs> I've just been like the lazy dad, right? Got that? Got my first kid, uh, uh, her driver's license, and I'm like, you take, you take your little brother everywhere. Take him everywhere, right? And then I just sit at home and make TikToks and podcasts and everything's all good. Well, now my daughter's off at college. She, she, she moved out. So, so it's like, oh crap, I gotta be a dad again. What, what, like, right? Like who signed up for this? And uh, yeah, so rushed my, rushed my son to school, came back and I'm like, oh crap, like nothing set up. I need to, I need to get things set up. So edge the algorithm a little bit this morning. Anyway, we're here. We made it. What are you guys up to? Yes, nurse chicks in the house. Good morning, chat. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, babe. Phil, Phil, I need you to get one of these, one of these coffee mugs, okay? And you need to wake up, man. Mm. Coffee tastes better in one of these mugs. And brother Nathan's in the house. Let's see here. Nathan says, wake up, Paul. <laughs> dude, I'm trying, dude. I'm trying, man. He's uh, like, because I have to take him to school, I have to actually get up a little bit earlier, right? And, and and these these podcasts are already too early. They're already too early for me. Mm. Man, that coffee tastes good. That coffee tastes good. Oh, what's what's new? What's going on, guys? This uh, this Saturday, this this Saturday, Nurse Chick, she has a her uh, her her upcoming fitness competition. We're, we're going to Utah for that. I think it's Springville, Springville, Utah. There's some high school there. And uh, the, uh, what is it? The INBA and whatever, PNBA. They're, uh, they're, uh, they're all natural bodybuilding federation, right? Pro- uh, professional bodybuilders. They're professionals. So uh, if you, like, people will qualify at this and they'll get their pro card. And they will, uh, you know, they'll go on to be to 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 be able to earn cash and prizes for their physique. And um, I think I think Nurse Chick has the potential to earn her pro card because she's done she's done. This will be her third uh, competition, <clears throat> so she actually might go pro. <laughs> she might become a professional bodybuilder. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. So we'll see though, but I think I I think uh, Nurse Chick's actually going to transition from being a a, a a fitness competitor to a runner next year. That's the plan. She's she's coming around to my side, and we're going to go running. She's already signed up for her first 10k uh, next year. We're we're signed up for the desert Desert Rats 10k um, trail run 
in Fruita, Colorado next year already. We're already signed up. Uh, I went ahead and signed up just so I get the ball cap because, you know, I like ball caps. That's <laughs> the last thing I need, right? Another t-shirt, another ball cap, but whatever, whatever. All right, we are going to be talking about uh, when you can expect a whammon, the women, to uh, to bring up exclusivity. It's it's like clockwork. It's like clockwork. I first read about this in How to Be a Three Percent Man, and he tells you exactly like, okay, this is on average, this is when women tend to bring this sort of thing up. And um, I was writing in my book this weekend. I finally finished. The dating and spinning plates chapter of my book. <clears throat> now, this book, I just got, I just got the first edits back from my editor, right? Because he uh he said, Hey, why don't you send me what you have so far? I know you have like a couple more chapters, but why don't you send me what you have so far? And then I, you know, that way I could also tell you like how bad it is and how much it's gonna cost, <laughs> right? And um, so I sent it off to him. So he's already done like the first edits of what I had already done up to this point. And uh, so I don't I don't know what he's going to say about having sub chapters in that chapter. I haven't looked through his edits yet. That might all change. But as as it is right now, uh, most most chapters in the book are just single chapter tells you all about what's going on. There's the uh, chapter on how anybody could be rich, which talks about, you know, uh, basically living below your means and, you know, saving for retirement with a 401k, basically the Dave Ramsey method. I have a whole chapter on that. And that's broken down into sub chapters as well. That was a pretty lengthy chapter. And then, uh, and then I have some other chapters on, you know, choosing a career education. And because this is, a, this is written as a, as a book for someone that's just graduating high school, right? Like I wish I knew all this stuff when I was graduating high school, but no one ever taught me. And so this book isn't just on game. Right. It's not I wouldn't call it a, a red pill book, uh, but the, the the last three chapters, dating and spinning plates, long term relationships and marriage and children. Those are those are somewhat from a red pill perspective. And uh, so I, the dating and spinning chapters or dating and spinning plates chapter is like retardedly long. As you guys know, if you guys follow the podcast, I've been sort of dropping episodes based on sections in that chapter <laughs> i've actually done episodes on every chapter so far but this one is like is taking me the longest to get through one i also don't dedicate enough time to write but uh riley what the hell you've been up since 4 30 what are you a monster what are you actually nurse chick gets up at like 3 a.m she gets up at 3 a.m goes to the gym dawdles around and then goes to work she's she she cray and then I keep her up until, you know, midnight. She she gets no sleep. All right. So anyway, we're going to be talking about basically the last the last uh subchapter in the book. And uh it's it's all about how when you can expect women to bring up exclusivity and why you need to wait for women to bring up exclusivity. It's not your job. It's not your job. In fact, Guys who push for exclusivity and they're like, hey, and they try to put labels on things before she's ready, that scares women away. So we're going to talk about that today. Elena, hey, Elena bought literally all of my merch, guys, all of my merch. Hey, did you get this one? Did you get the girl you know I'm a bad boy one? Because that's available. That's available too. <laughs> the name of the book right now, I, it's called, I uh, what is it called? 
<laughs> I think it's like, I wish uh, everything I wish I knew when I was 18, right? That's, that's the running title. Uh, so far, my editor hasn't said, Hey, you might change it to whatever, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he'll do that, but that's, that's right now the working title of it. It's I'm, I'm hoping to have it done by Christmas guys, hoping to have it done by Christmas. You can't stay for too long. Well, just come back for the replay then. <laughs> come back for the replay. Oh, okay. You got your morning walk in, did some research on new content for your channel. Still got to get the workout. Yeah. Yeah. No excuses. No excuses. All right. So anyway, yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, guys. When you can expect, at, when you've started dating a woman, uh, when you can expect her to bring up exclusivity. Because although we as guys aren't supposed to be pushing for it, you know, because it's sort of, it's, it goes against our evolutionary psychology. Most guys want that. They want a steady, what we're past the eight minutes. They want steady access to pussy, right? They don't want to have to go out and hunt the pussy all the time. It's the same reason why we have supermarkets now, right? <laughs> it's the same reason why people started having ranches and started, you know, taking care of livestock. It's so that they didn't have to go out and fucking hunt for their food every goddamn day. You know what I mean? It's just easier. It's just easier. <laughs> and men are all about efficiency, right? I don't have to hunt for that pussy. I want that pussy to be right there, right there waiting for me. But that that get that's why uh that's why when you do get into an LTR, it, it it's it's actually game on hard mode, which I'll talk about in the next chapter. It's actually it's actually red pill on hard mode, right? Because when you're just dating and spinning plates, if a girl's not acting right, you can next her. Like, get out of here, bitch. Right? <laughs> get out of here. But if you're in an LTR, if you're actually like living with somebody, uh, which I'm not living with nurse chick. We actually have a pretty good, you know, pretty good situation where she just, she comes and visits for a week, every other week. And then she goes back to her place. She's got her own place. You know what I mean? She's not on the lease. Uh, although I don't have a lease. I actually own my house, but she's not on the mortgage. Let's just say that. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean like, but if, but other guys, they tend to move their girls in with them, right? Kind of a, as a convenience, let's, let's move the pussy in. Let's move the vagina into the house. So I have, I have steady access to that vagina. Well, as soon as, as soon as you do that, the woman knows that, <clears throat> that, uh, she's your only, she's your, she's your only, uh, access to pussy. And that gives her power. You know what I mean? That's why, uh, it's red pill on hard mode because you have to, not have one-itis while you're, while you're in a relationship. It's hard for a lot of guys to do that. It's hard. You can, you can date one girl and not have one-itis. It's possible. I'll talk about that in the next chapter. This chapter, this chapter is about her bringing up exclusivity and when you can expect it. And uh, before we get into that though, if you guys haven't done so already, please like subscribe, hit those notifications. You guys know what to do. Make make sure you do hit those notifications though, so you know when I go live. I go live every every uh, Wednesday and Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time, and then I I every Monday uh, Monday's episodes on YouTube drop on YouTube at at the same time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You guys know when I when I'm putting out my long form content. Be be here, be here, or or or, or be nowhere. I don't know. Drop a comment below if you guys are watching during the replay. Your favorite emoji doesn't really matter. Sound off in the live chat. These go by much smoother when I have audience participation. Follow me on social media. <clears throat> the links are in the description. So I keep fluctuating with this, right? I'm like, okay, 
I'm going to for focus on building this, you know, this social media. I'm going to focus on that social media. And for a while there, I was like, I'm going to focus on building up X because I think X is the next best thing now that now that Elon's in charge and stuff. But I'm reading this book right now. <clears throat> it's, it's titled something like How I Gained a Million Followers in 30 Days. And uh, the first half of the book is fucking bluff, you know. But he finally starts getting into how he started building, you know, a, a million followers in 30 days. And, and what he straight up says is, I did it on Facebook. I Like, I made my million followers in 30 days on Facebook because of the way they structure their ads. And I was like, oh, what's, 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 what's up with that? Let me look at this. And, uh, and I forgot about this because I used to run a political... Uh, Facebook page years ago. And I, I essentially did this to build the page up. And I had like 60,000 followers on that. And I would get, I would get put in, uh, in Facebook jail, like all the time because of the political posts. But I, I was like, Oh yeah, I did this. Let me go back. And they've changed their, they've restructured how they do ads now, but you can basically go in there and say, um, create an ad for, for more page likes. Right. And so you go and do that and then you could target your audience and say, yeah, yeah, these are, these are the type of people that I want to view my content. that would probably like my content. And then it pushes it out to people that like your stuff. <laughs> and then, and then even if they don't immediately follow your page, they'll usually like the post. If you go in, you can invite people to like your page directly from there too. So it's like, Oh, why haven't I been doing this? So I'm like pushing hard on Facebook now to try to, to try to uh, build up my following there. Plus these lives go live on Facebook. So why not? Right. Why not guys send super chats, send super chats. Don't be stingy. Okay. I'm just a poor, poor peddler out here. You know, can you, can you spare a dime? <laughs> now, seriously though, if you guys get value out of these uh, do consider sending super chats, that's that supports the show probably more than anything else. And a lot of these episodes get demonetized just based on the, the, the type of content. Right. So, you know, even if the video, they, what I say demonetized, it means that they won't run ads on your video, which means you don't get any ad revenue. Right. And so that means that we're, we're, we're like PBS over here. We're, we're supported by viewers like you. So please do consider super chats. You can send super chats or super stickers. And I think you could send them for as little as a dollar, right? So consider doing that, please. Get on the email list. If you haven't done so already, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some stickers. I got rule zero stickers, right? As a part of that. Uh, there's also available as merch, merch.comeonmanpod.com as well. Your coffee tastes better in these mugs. There's also t-shirts and hoodies. El Elena who's in the comments right now. She, she's, She's been posting videos where she's got like the hoodies. She's got the t-shirts. I hope she has the coffee mugs because <laughs> that would be funny, but, but she's got all the merch. She's got all the merch now. Um, and then on top of that, I will give you, uh, you immediately get access to my PDF of 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. That's why everyone's signing up for the list. They, they really don't care about the stickers. The stickers are sort of a bonus. It's those, those, those dating app openers. And I had a guy on Instagram send me a screenshot. He used one of the openers and this chick was like blown away by it. She was like, oh, I love that. It, 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 because most guys open with, hey, sup, 
what you doing? You look like trouble, you know, or the hand wave emoji. And it just gets lost in the sauce. It's boring. These, these openers are designed to sort of set you apart, make you stand out. That's the name of the game on dating apps. You hear all these guys complaining about, oh, 80% of the women go for the top 20% of guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that's, that's life. If you go to a bar, it's the same way. If you go to a bar, it's mostly a sausage fest and there's like five chicks in there and all the guys are going for the attention of the five chicks. And so the chicks have the pick, you know, they have their pick, they have options. That's just, that's life. Okay. So you have to set yourself apart. That's the game. And you do that by having good pictures, having a good bio and how you open. Okay. So get that list of openers guys. It's free. You download it. You have it immediately. And then I also explained in there why you shouldn't use can openers, right? You should use this to get an idea of how to open and then make it your own. All right. That's, that's, that's real game. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. Friday's episode, I'm going to be going into depth on the, the, the practical law of attraction course because uh, tomorrow night, um, I'm actually scheduled to talk to uh, Ryan Fowler. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He his his uh, YouTube channel is Intermasculine, and he was uh, he was a part of MLD's uh, Masculine Empowerment Network uh, a month or two ago, a couple months ago. I can't remember what now, but he's a he's a hypnotist. He does like trauma release and stuff through hypnosis and other other practices, and uh, and he talks about how people have five core traumas that hold them back in life. And so I have his PDF and I'm going to talk to him about it more tomorrow, but that's largely what the practical law of attraction is about. It's not genies granting wishes. It's about getting your mind right and changing your mindset, right? And you can do that yourself. And I show you how to do that in the course. We'll talk about that more on Friday. Get on the beer club, guys. Beer.comeonmanpod.com. You can join for 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. It's a good group of dudes. We have a private Telegram group. And then once a month, we get together, talk about guy shit uh, over, a, over a StreamYard call like this. That's It's unrecorded. So you can say literally whatever you want. Get get uh, get off whatever you want off your chest. There, basically, you know, it, there's, no, there's no rules. You know, just don't be a complete dipshit or it will kick you out. But so far, like the, the we've had three of these now and the turnout's been great and the conversations have been fun. The last one went two and a half hours. You don't have to stay for two and a half hours if you don't want. You can come for 10 minutes if you want, right? It's stay, it's like it's like a bar, right? Come and go as you please. But all the guys tend to show up and stay. So it's kind of cool. It's 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 a good group of dudes and it's good outlet. Most guys don't have an outlet where they can go and talk about guy stuff, right? They don't have guy friends outside the relationship. So what do they do? They dump their crap on their woman. Their woman loses attraction for them because their woman's like, you know, in their monkey brain, they're like, man, this guy just doesn't have his shit together. All he does is bring me his problems all the time. Like women sort of want you to handle your own shit, right? They don't want to handle your shit for you. And uh, it doesn't work. The, it, 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 you know, the other way around, she, she wants you to be there. She wants you to be her rock. It just doesn't work in, in opposite. Cause that's just, you know, it's not how we're wired. Right. <clears throat> if you guys want coaching, coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. What I've been doing lately. Also, if you go here, you can, you know, if you just have like a one-time question, right. People DM me questions all the time for a specific thing that I, I, I could easily address in a simple one to three minute video for, you know, for TikTok. So I've made that available and people have been jumping on that. 
You know what I mean? That so if if you guys if you guys have seen over the last couple of days, I, I've made I think three of them. Made three of them the last couple of days. Uh, and I'm gonna be start posting those on social media every every Monday and Tuesday. But uh, you know, if you if you buy one of these, I'll send it to you like immediately so that you you know you get your your question answered in a timely fashion. But you know, I've been posting these on social media. But uh, but yeah, you could sponsor a video and I can answer your question for you. That's another option. And it's very affordable. It's very affordable. All right. I'll play a commercial for the beer club, guys, and then we will get to the topic at hand today. Here's a harsh truth that everybody gets upset about online when I say it. They get upset because of their ego investment into the fairy tale idea of love and partnership. They get upset because of their ego investment into the idea that their woman is their best friend their confidant and they think that love will conquer all and that their woman will be there through thick and thin the truth is that as a man your woman is hardwired biologically and psychologically to want you to be her rock it doesn't work the other way around women do not care about your struggles as a man they may think they care they may even want to care but her evolutionary dna will not let her care if you bring her your problems, she will lose attraction for you over time, and she will leave. Now, whenever I talk about this, people lose their minds and start talking about men unaliving themselves. The faster that men learn that women don't care about our struggles, the faster we'll save the lives of men. Men off themselves because of their own ego investments in the Disney fairy tale lie. And when that fairy tale goes up in flames, they get zeroed out and they end things. Men do need a proper outlet for dealing with their problems, but going to their woman isn't the answer. Men need a tribe. They need a brotherhood. That's why I created my beer club. It's a monthly virtual hangout for men only. It's a place where men can be men. It's a place where men can talk about guy stuff without having to worry about offending women. It's a place where they can go without having to worry about being called toxically masculine. It's a place where they can go to solve their problems. Because men solve problems, women cause problems, you dig? Visit beer.comeonmanpod.com. That's beer.comeonmanpod.com to sign up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. And let me turn this off here. Look at this. We got we got our uh, a super chat or super sticker from Brother Nathan already. <clears throat> you get this. You get this, man. We're looking at the man right here. Two, $2. Thank you so much. That, that helps support the show. Nathan, if you guys didn't know, he's uh, he's going to be on the podcast Monday. Right, because he's uh he's he's a part of the beer club, and he's also one of one of my three percent brothers. Right, if you guys don't want to join the beer club, you can join the three percent brotherhood on Facebook. The links down below for that. You have to have read how to be a three percent man uh, at least once and be able to a- answer the admin questions. So you can either join the beer club for ten bucks and not have to read a book, <laughs> or you have to read a book. Either way, you gotta you gotta have some skin in the game. You know what I mean? But those are the, that's another group of 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 guys that uh, you know a good outlet. But they don't do they don't do monthly calls. 
they don't do monthly calls that you at least get a monthly call with the with the beer club and i show up for those and we usually have have a, have one or two one or two adult beverages <laughs> yes monday don't miss it i i uh yeah, I don't know if it'll be a number two, number one spot though, Nathan. I don't know, man. The audio is pretty fucked up. I, so, it, how's the audio today, guys? Is the audio good? I'm pretty sure I, I selected the right microphone, but somehow, yeah, I got the right mic. Somehow, Windows changed my default microphone to to my my webcam's mic. And uh, I don't catch it all the time, right? I don't catch it. I think last week I started off one of my lives, and it was with the with the webcam mic. And it sounds like I'm I'm you know I'm talking far away. That's what it sounds like, like almost like I'm talking in in you know in a room, and there's a far away mic microphone, right? You can still hear what I'm saying. It's just not as clear as having a microphone right up in my face. Well, that's what happened when Nathan and I recorded it, and th we recorded this like weeks ago. And the funny thing is that uh, this was our second attempt, right? Because the first time Nathan joined, like his internet was trash or something and, and, and his audio and video were choppy. And I was like, dude, we can't do, we can't, we can't use this, man. This isn't going to work. People, people will tolerate bad video, but they won't tolerate bad audio. And we, we had both with Nathan. So he said, okay, well, I'll get a hard line and we'll, we'll make this work. So we had to push it out a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And so we recorded it and then my microphone was all fucked up. At least it's it's audible, right? So you'll have to bear with it next week. All right. All right. Ah, thanks, John. John says that I, I sound fine today. John's also in the in the uh, beer club. He's a good dude. He's a truck driver. He's a truck driver. He he joins he joins our beer club calls from his truck. And so he's like he's on mute half the time and just sort of driving and listening. It's kind of funny. All right. <clears throat> when can you explain? you can uh, expect women to bring up exclusivity. So one of the things that I learned uh, in the book, how to be a 3% man that I, I put in my book, cause it's, it's, it's funny. He says it in this book, in the book, but I've seen it play out so much uh, in, in, in my personal dating experience. And I've also seen it play out in pretty much all my 3% brothers. Right. But if you follow the principles where you're, you just go out and date once a week, right? And and most guys fuck this up because they get a girl that shows some interest and then they try to maximize their time with her and they try to get like three dates in a week with the same chick and it pushes women away, <clears throat> right? Women are like cats, which is also in 3% man. <laughs> women are like cats though, right? If you try to like smother them, they're like, what the fuck? And they get, they, 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 they push away. So you have to sort of let them come and go as they please and act like you don't care, right? Because if you if if you if you've ever dealt with a cat, you should you act like you don't want that cat, that cat will come and sit on your face. <laughs> right? Women are the same way. It's it's hilarious. So when you when you go through this dating process, you set definite dates and then you wait like after that date you you, you wait to, to to set the next date like 3 days out for the next week. Right. And you only see her like once a week and that's okay. And a lot of guys are like, well, no, if I don't, if I don't set the next date, like right away, she's going to forget about me. Women aren't retarded guys. Women will remember you, especially if you make a good impression and yeah, she might be seeing other guys too, but if you're not needy, that will set you apart. And these other guys aren't even in your league. 
and she'll notice that and she'll be like, uh, I don't like that. I don't like Todd, but this, this Paul guy, there's something about him. I can't, I can't lock this guy down. What's going on with him. And all of a sudden they get curious and now they're thinking about you and that's building heat, healthy, emotional anticipation and tension, right? <clears throat> healthy, emotional anticipation intention that builds attraction. So you only see these girls once a week, right? You only see them once a week until they bring up exclusivity. And what you'll find is that they will want to bring up the talk, right? By the seventh or eighth date on average. And it it's like clockwork. It's if You can predict this. If, if a chick is showing high interest in you, you can almost fucking set your watch to this, <laughs> right? You can mark it on a calendar. It is, it is like clockwork. It's like, I don't know what it is. It's like women's women have this program in their brain, <clears throat> but the, by the seventh or eighth date on average, if they really like you, they will realize that you're the, their best possible option. We are using hypergamy to our advantage. Okay. You have to be her best possible option. You have to be different than the other guys. A lot of guys think they're being different by bringing flowers to a first date, right? Oh, but giving her chocolates, spending lots of money on her. You're actually being like 97% of the other guys out there when you're doing that, right? 3% of the population, guys that actually understand how women operate, don't do that. They give her space. They give her time to wonder about them, right? That builds that, builds that heat, okay? So you want to be doing that. And what you'll find is by the seventh or eighth date on average, they'll start bringing up exclusivity. They'll definitely want to have the talk. <clears throat> they might even say, I love you at this point, but that's not necessarily, uh, th I haven't seen that. Nurse chick, I didn't get nurse chick to say, I love you until, uh, I don't know, maybe a year after we started dating, right? But I could tell based on her actions and, you know, because uh, one of the things that I talk about in the book, too, which I first learned from Doc Love and then and then Corey Wayne talks about it in his book, too. But he learned it from Doc Love, too, is the attraction scale. Right. And a, a woman's attraction scale, you can put it on a scale of like one to ten. Right. Uh, Doc Love call, does it in percentages. Right. Fifty percent, hundred percent. But it's the same thing. You can put it on a scale of one to ten. It's literally the same. And. What you'll find is that uh, a, a chick won't go out with you unless her interest in you is on, is at about a five or a six on the scale. And that's usually where women are at on like when you meet them on dating apps or if you meet them in person, they give you their number. Their attraction is like about five or six. Right. And then the more that she spends time with you, the more that uh, you're passing her shit tests and stuff like that. That's all raising her attraction level. The more you're giving her time to wonder about you, that's raising her attraction level. Okay. If a woman doesn't have, uh, if she's not already at that five mark, if it's like four and below, you're wasting your time, right? She's just not interested. And that's okay. We're, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Not like it's so funny. People think that they'll learn game and that they'll be able to score with every chick they meet. That's not how that this, any of this works. Even, you know, even the, the pickup artists were, were, would strike out with their, their cold approaches on occasion. Right. Because sometimes chicks just aren't available and sometimes they're just not interested. Either way, it's not your problem. You just got to move on, move on to the next chick. But. But, yeah, you'll find uh, you'll find that 
you know, when you first meet these chicks that their attraction levels at about a five or six and you raise that over time and by the seventh or eighth date on average, they're, they're pretty close to the nine or 10 range, which is that they're, they're in love with you, right? They love you. And, um, and, and, and you, you, you don't have to worry about what women say anyway, right? Because women's actions never lie. If she wants your t attention all the time, she wants your pr presence all the time. If she like when you see her, she runs and jumps into your arms. If she can't keep her hands off you, nurse chick stopped by yesterday to uh, was it yesterday to pick up a book for my daughter, uh, her college one of her college textbooks showed showed up, and uh, nurse chick lives closer to my daughter's college, which is an hour away. Nurse chick lives close to the college. So I asked her, but she works over here, right? She works over here. So she stopped by in the middle of her work day to pick up this book. And she was just like, wouldn't stop kissing me, right? That's that's her her actions are, are speaking for her, right? I don't have to, I don't have to have nurse chick tell me she loves me. Her actions show it, right? So you'll you'll find that that their actions will start showing that they they are really they have high interest they they are totally in love with you and they'll start bringing up the talk. Now the thing is, um, she has to bring it up. You have to let her bring it up. And so in the book, I I, I cite Royce's first law of Poon, <laughs> right? Which I don't have written down here. Let me pull that up though, just so I don't misquote it. Um, I, I have, but what is it? I I don't. I want to give it to you guys um, exactly. Here we go. Sixteen commandments of Poon. So the first commandment of Poon is uh, never say I love you first. Women want to feel like they have to overcome obstacles to win a man's heart. They crave the challenge of capturing the interest of a man who has other women competing for his attention. Right? They. Women like guys that have options, right? They, we call that pre-selection. But women, man, if they know that other women are competing for your attention, they are just naturally competitive and they want to win. They want to know that you picked them out of all of your options. That makes them feel special. They love that, right? So guys who like, it's funny too, because when women, women will say, uh, are you seeing anybody? And guys will be like, oh no, no, I'm not seeing anybody thinking that's what she wants to hear. Nah. <laughs> she also like women also speak covertly. So they don't necessarily want to hear that you are seeing other women. Women speak, uh, they speak covertly. So you sort of want to be subtle with it and play around and be like, I always have room for one more. Right. That, that could be yes, no. I'm seeing a hundred girls. I'm seeing no girls. It, 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 it's ambiguous, but, but you want to let their hamster wheel work for them. Right. Um, Cause that that's working to your advantage. So you want to, you, they have to say, I love you first. They have to bring up exclusivity also, because also, you know, just like, you know, their hypergamous nature wants to lock down an alpha male. I put it in quotes, alpha male right? No one likes the term alpha. They want to lock down the guy that they're sexually attracted to. Let's say that. Okay. They want to lock that guy down and they want to, you know, feel like, oh, I'm the one that locked down this wild man. Right. Like look at beauty and the beast. It's a total, total woman fantasy to lock down this scruffy guy with rough edges and beta to, you know, make him a beta. Right. <laughs> But what do what, what do women most mostly do? Women mostly settle down with beta guys, right? 
guys that are giving the chocolates and stuff like this. This is why like blue pill guys that do this shit and they, they occasionally get sex. They, they, they try to point to it. Like, see, it worked for me. It worked for me. And they're like that game stuff. You just got to be yourself. Right. It's like, no, man, you like, she took pity on you, bro. Like if you date like this, if you date with game, there is no luck. You make your own luck. Right. But, uh, but, but they'll do that because they're like, okay, I'm going to try to build a better beta. I'm going to try to take this beta guy and make him into a guy that I'm also sexually attracted to. And then like they get tired of it eventually. And then they dump the guy. Right. <laughs> That's what happens. That's usually what happens. So you can't push for exclusivity. You can't say, I love you first, right? Exclusivity has to be her idea. You, your only job is to, I call it the three F's, right? Corey Wayne calls it the three H's, right? Hang, uh, hang out, have fun, hook up. And for my book, I was like, I'm going to change that. So just like Corey took Doc Love's scale of attraction and, and modified it from you know a percentage scale to a scale of one to 10, I'm taking his hang out, have fun, hook up and turn it into the three F's. You got to have the three F's, guys. Facilitate fun and fuck, right? Doesn't that, that's, that just sounds better. <laughs> that's your only job. Your only job is to facilitate fun and fuck. That's it. Relationship has to be her idea. Okay. It also goes back to, uh, to uh, Breifelt's law. If you guys don't know what that is, let me pull that up. We're, we're, we're using, uh, we're using all this psychology and stuff to our advantage here. We're using, this is what the praxeology is. It's observable. You can see it happen in real time. Right. But Breifold's law, and I think I'm pronouncing it, it, it correctly. Breifold's law maintains that the female, not the male, determines all the conditions of the animal family where the female can derive no benefit from association with the male. No such association takes place. Right. That means that if you think about it, think about it. If a woman doesn't want to be with a particular guy for whatever reason, she will walk away. That's why women initiate most breakups. That's why women initiate a majority of divorces. And guys will complain. Guys will complain. I did everything right. I did everything for her. And she still left. Right? So you can either do everything right and she'll, she, she'll potentially leave. What you think is right, I should say. You can do everything what you think is right. <laughs> and she'll potentially leave. You might actually do you know, all this game stuff, a hundred percent, right. And she still will leave. You can never guarantee that the woman will stick around. All you can do is like the, your best possible, you know, uh, try your best to, to maintain attraction. That's really what you want to do. You want to maintain attraction, right? Love is fleeting. Love is a feeling it's fleeting it comes and goes. Some days she might feel like she doesn't love you. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, you really piss her off. Like, women sort of have this, what have you done for me lately type attitude, right? There's no such thing as uh, emotional equity or, or relationship equity, right? You you could do all these great attaboys. It takes one-off shit for her to go, mm, yeah, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think I like this guy anymore. And then she starts looking at her beta orbiters that are around. And all women have beta orbiters, right? So... Really, it's like she it, relationships have to be her idea because she's the one that determines whether she stays or goes anyway, 
right? All you could do is show her that you're the best possible option. And then she chooses whether you are or not. And it, it, relationships are her idea. It have to be her idea. She has to work on it. So it's funny because <clears throat> when I talk about how like the work never stops, I'm talking about working on yourself, right? You can never stop going to the gym. You can never stop working on game. You can never stop trying to seduce your girl and get what you want out of the relationship, right? Because what you, when you do that, when you focus on what you want, what what you getting what you want out of the relationship, focusing on your purpose in life, focus, focusing on leveling up in all areas of your life, you're focusing on yourself, that, that tends to make women more drawn to you, right? But if you focus on her and, oh, I'm doing all this stuff to make her happy, she could sense that too and realizes, oh man, this guy this guy is putting me on a pedestal right now. Like you can't do that. When, when men have to, men have to put in the work, but they have to do it on themselves. You put the work in on yourself. She'll fall into place. You understand? And then she'll, she'll put the work into you because the relationship's her, her, her job, right? She is her job to lock you down. All right. So you got to let her bring it up. Your only job is to facilitate fun and fuck, right? The three F's. Triple F's, and it's all. Be, it all comes down to you know Royce's first law, or first commandment of Poon, and Breifolt's law. Okay, got that. Now, I also put in this chapter: men are the gatekeepers to relationship. So while it's her job to lock you down, and really she determines whether uh, you know whether she stays in the relationship or not. You determine whether she locks you down or not. Okay, she can bring up exclusivity, but you don't have to accept exclusivity. <laughs> okay, if you want to keep, if you're, if you're, you want to be a permanent plate spinner, or if she's just not an LTR candidate, don't go in, don't, don't be in a relationship. Okay, just keep facilitating fun and fucking. Okay, <laughs> so if you don't want her as an LTR, you know. Just tell her you want to keep things casual and, and put the ball in her courts. She she'll she'll determine if she wants to stick around or not. If she really likes you and she thinks she has a shot of locking you down, she'll stick around. All right. If she's like he's not worth it, she'll she'll fucking move on. And you got to let these plates come and go. All right. Spinning plates. That's why you date multiple women when you're spinning plates because they will they will fall. Okay. Even the best plate spinners. Sometimes plates fall off the fucking spindle and they just, okay, grab another plate, put it up there, spin another plate. <laughs> Once you start get, you know, building up rotations of women, you'll find that sometimes all of your plates will fall off at once. But and that, that's where a lot of guys get down the dumps, right? They'll, they'll, they're, they're excited because they, they built up a rotation of three or four women. And then all of a sudden, bam, they all fall off. And it's like, these guys would go, fuck. And they got to start all over again. It's like, Change your mindset about it. If you've done it once, you could do it again, right? There's another, there's always another woman out there. But, uh, but yeah, you might not, you might not want her uh, as an LTR. And we talked about this, in a, you know, a couple episodes ago. Okay, here we go. You are gone. <laughs> um. I talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago, but basically you want to have a list. You want to have a list of what you want in a woman. 
you want to actually sit down, write out a list of all the traits that you want in a woman. And then you also, and then on the, the other side of the page, you want to write out a list of things you won't tolerate, right? This becomes uh, your must have list. And you either, you, you also want to put like your top five or 10 must haves. She must have these qualities to be an LTR contender, right? If she doesn't check all these boxes, all these must haves, she's a plate. Okay. But most guys, what they end up doing is they, they date with sniper mentality. They date one girl at a time and they try to fit her into those, those boxes. All right. And they also make the mistake of telling the girl what's on their list. And then the girl tries to fit herself into those boxes. <laughs> All right. You don't want to do that either. You want to discover who she is on her own and, and test her and see if she fits in those boxes. If she does, she's a contender. If she doesn't, she's a plate. That's as simple as that. But a lot of guys just sort of take what they can get. You know what I mean? Like you got to have patience with this. You got to just keep, keep facilitating fun and fucking and spinning plates until you find a girl that actually checks all those must-have boxes, and then you go, okay, she's a contender. Even then, she might not think that you're a contender, right? She might not bring up exclusivity. You can't, you, you can't, if she doesn't bring it up by the seventh or eighth date on average, you know, by the seventh or eighth date, you're probably one of her plates, and that's okay too. <laughs> it's okay too. Just facilitate fun and fuck, right? Who cares? Wrap that rascal. Wear a condom, okay? A lot of guys get worried about that. Oh, well, I don't want her out fucking stuff. Like, guys, you're not exclusive. You can't. You, you got to be realistic here, right? It, we're we're in a, we're in a new millennium. Like, they're out. They're out doing what they they're gonna do. You got to get over it. You got to get over it. You're not gonna find a virgin out there. You're just fucking not. Okay, you're not obligated to be exclusive with her. Okay especially if she doesn't check all of your boxes. So we, we talked about that already, but just because she brings up exclusivity doesn't mean you have to be in a relationship with her. You don't fucking owe her anything. All right. So put it back in her court and just be like, you know, I, I like things how they are. Right. Put it back in her court. She'll either stay or she'll, she'll go. Right. Which is fine too, because if you don't, if she's not a contender and she walks, like you didn't lose anything. You know what I mean? And most guys that are, if they're worried about losing a particular plate, they, they, they still have one itis. They're, they're, they're like, they haven't, they need to spend more plates. They haven't experienced that abundance enough to, to be, to, you know, to care, <laughs> you know, if they're, they're caring too much. Oh, I, oh, I, I really don't want her to, I really don't want her to drop. They start developing feelings for a particular plate. Like you gotta be, you gotta be lovingly detached with this process guys. If you want to be successful, you have to be lovingly detached, just facilitate fun and fuck, and then let her bring up exclusivity. Okay. Guys catch feelings way easy. They, they, they it's way too easy. It's you got to sort of mentally detach from it a little bit. If you want to have success with this, if you want to end up with a girl that checks all your boss boxes, you have to you suppress that a little bit. <laughs> We're the idealists here, right? The women are dating. This is how women typically date. Right. I want to see if he checks all my boxes. We're dating we're dating like women. We're turning the tables here, guys. All right. Now, if you do want to be exclusive with her, okay, then her bringing up the exclusivity talk is a good thing. And I would say most of you guys out there, and this isn't a bad thing, 
most of you guys out there do want some kind of LTR, some kind of exclusive relationship. Most guys do. Okay. It, it, most guys out there aren't trying to build fucking harems, you know, and, and this whole idea, like some, there was this whole idea put being pushed like, Oh, you know, it's gotta be open on, on your side and closed on her side and have this poly mono relationship or you're not fucking alpha. It's stupid. You know, that really is stupid. It really alpha and beta is comes down to, uh, how you make her feel chemically. That's what, that's all it comes down to. And she determines whether you're a fucking alpha or beta or not. Right. If she really wants to fuck you, she thinks you're alpha. Okay. That's because you're, you're really spiking her dopamine levels. All right. If she, you know, if, if all she does is think of you as a really good friend, that's because all you do is, is, um, give her the, the oxytocin comfort love feeling of a friend. Okay. You, ideally, you want to be a little bit of both, but if you want to fuck, you want to optimize on those dopamine levels, right? Which is why you you understand game. You have to understand game and how to basically be her dopamine drug dealer. <laughs> okay. All right. So if you do want her to be exclusive, you want her to, to really spit it out. You really want to get her out of her uh, covert communication and be more overt just to be perfectly fucking clear about the whole situation, but they won't do it. Like women, they, they, they will hint at things. They will, they just sort of want you to get it right. But you don't want to assume you don't want to assume because sometimes it's a shit test. Sometimes they want to see if you're this beta guy that is really just easy to lock down. You know, they want to see if, if, uh, if they, if they have to press a little bit, you know what I mean? And so you want them to get overt with it so that they're very clear with what they're asking. Otherwise it, it could possibly be a shit test. So you don't want to assume, but they'll, they'll just be, they'll be real subtle about it. And they'll be like, so we've been dating a while. Where, where's this going? They'll do the same thing when they want to be married, right? When they want, they want you to put a ring on it. They'll wait, you'll, they'll date and date and, and, uh, until they'll, they'll start bringing up, you know, Cindy over here, she, uh, her, her boyfriend proposed to her, you know, I, I, I saw this, uh, this ad for, for diamond rings the other day. They, they seem pretty affordable, right? Like they, they, they just sort of like bring up these little fucking hints, but they won't come out and just say what they want. So you gotta be like, you just, you can't assume, you can't assume. So you gotta get her to spit it out and be like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? <clears throat> right? So when they're bringing up the exclusivity talk, They'll, they, you know, they'll say stuff like, yeah, we've been seeing each other. Where's this going? And be like, yeah, we have been seeing you. It's been great. It's been great. <laughs> right. And then have her bring up, uh, well, you know, I, I know that you're, you're, you're probably seeing all these other girls and stuff like that. And you know, it's that I, I kind of don't want you doing that and be like, oh, you don't want me to, you don't want me to see other girls. Okay. Uh, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? You want me to get rid of my black book? <laughs> right you want me to get rid of all the all, all, all the numbers and you want to fuck with her with it right you gotta you want to fuck with her about it and get really just get her to spit it spit it out like look i want us to be together i want us to you know i don't want you seeing other women i'm not going to see other guys i want us to be a couple right you want to get her to spit that out okay when she so the way nurse chick did it with me was like you couldn't be more fucking clear <laughs> she she went out and had a card made with with fucking um, Kenny Omega on it, 
doing a V trigger on a guy like neat, like run a running uh, knee kick to this guy's head right in the ring. She's got a picture of Kenny Omega fucking mid knee strike to this guy's head. And she goes, I want you to be my signature move. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty fucking clear what she's asking here. Right. That's how nurse chick did it. But it took her over a year to actually say, I love you. Like for me to get her to say, I love you. So like I said before, they'll bring up exclusivity. They won't necessarily say, I love you. But one thing that like things that nurse chick would do uh, would be like, we're, we're, we'd be on like a road trip and then like a love song would come on the radio and she would just reach over and like turn it up a little bit and then sort of look over at me. And then, you know, I, I knew what she was trying to say. <laughs> she just like, she, she just, uh, you know, was too nervous to say it. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, that's how women are. They're very, they're very covert with their communication. You just got to watch their actions. They don't necessarily have to have to, to say anything, but when it comes to this exclusivity stuff, you really want to get her to spit that out. You really want to get her to spit that out. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it, right? By the seventh or eighth date on average, women will start bringing it up. They'll start hinting at it and you just really need to get them to, to, to talk about it. If you don't want to be exclusive with her, you got to be clear with her about that and just be like, you know, I like the, how things are. I'm not really, you know, looking to be in a, an exclusive relationship right now and put the ball back in her court and she's either going to stay or she's going to go. All right. And you got to let, you got to let those plates fall when they, when they fall. All right. You can't, you can't be a, a, have a, have an attachment to outcome to any of this. You can't have an attachment to outcome to any of this guys, because you might have a girl that you're really interested in that you're like, yeah, she's a contender. She's a contender, but you might not be a contender for her. And you, she might not bring up exclusivity. You know, you gotta be okay with that too. Otherwise, like you're just setting yourself up for a, a, a uh, an emotional letdown and guys uh, as rational as we're supposed to be. We're not, you know what I mean? Like we, you, so you got to sort of like be lovingly detached from all of this and you want to not have an expectation of outcome on any of this. And you want to just facilitate the fun and fuck. You want to raise that heat, right? Healthy, emotional anticipation and tension. And that's it. That's it, man. And just have fun with it. Have fun with the process. And you'll find that these chicks that do start checking your boxes will start competing for your attention. And you'll start, you'll start seeing this like clockwork more often. Right. Yes. Buddhists did get it right. Yeah. The, the source of all suffering is, is from attachment. So you got to let that go. Just enjoy the process guys. Enjoy the process. All right. That's, that's all I have pretty much for that chapter. Um, and this episode guys, we did, we look at this, we made it for almost an hour. Uh, be sure to tune in Friday. We're going to be talking more about the law of attraction and how you can, how it works in overcoming, uh, some of your, your, your past traumas that are holding you back, right? Because your traumas sort of set your paradigm and it holds you back. It holds you back from, from success in all areas of your life. That's why the, the law of attraction isn't just about the whamming right? It's about all areas of your life, business, money, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of, a lot of what holds us back is our paradigm. And we'll talk about that and how those traumas uh, impact that. So tune into that on, uh, on Friday. Other than that, let's go ahead and <clears throat> I don't see any more super chats here. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you guys haven't done so already. Uh, if you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment below. Any comment will do your favorite emoji. You could talk about maybe you could even comment about how your girlfriend brought it up. 
you know, brought up the exclusivity, whatever. If you have questions, let me know too. Uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Thanks to brother Nathan for the super chat as always. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get the PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture her attention in the first seven words. And then I'll also, as a bonus, send you some stickers in the mail. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction. We'll be talking more about that on Friday. Get on the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's only 10 bucks a month. It's a good group of dudes, right? A lot of, you know, a lot of this, once you do get in that, that, that relationship, a lot of guys fall back on old programming. They stop hanging out with their friends. They stop being social, they stop doing their hobbies and they just just go home, hang out with their girl, go to sleep, go to bed, rinse, wash, repeats. Boring. And then they have no one to go to with their problems. So they bring all their shit to their girl. Their girl is not the right outlet for that. And she will lose attraction for you over time and uh, she'll leave. So you know, get, get on this. It's a virtual hangout with a good group of dudes. We talk about guy stuff. That's it. It's nothing heavy. But if you do have a problem, it's a good place for it. It's a good place for it. If you guys want coaching, coaching is available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. All of my offerings are there. There's two levels of coaching available. And then also, if you just have a question that could be answered in a, in a, in a one to three minute video, there's an option for that as, as well. Uh, that's been really popular lately. I'm going to be, you're going to see a lot more videos of me answering those questions, especially as people buy them. So uh, if you have a question, a simple question that could be answered in a video, check that out. That's all, that's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. And uh, if you guys, if you guys, uh, you know, just want some merch, if you guys want a coffee mug and get that at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Other than that, uh, we will see you guys on Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now go out and get it.